Hey there. Good morning, Cherry and Karen. Thanks for jumping in, guys. We appreciate it. Welcome to the show before the show. It is a Wednesday. Happy hump day, June 21st. We'll be starting in a little bit. I guess we should all feel a little bit different today because it's the first day of summer. So I'm sure we feel totally different about life today than we did yesterday that was still apparently winter. Or I think spring, it's, you mean. Or spring. Yes, yeah, spring. But. Oh, my gosh. It's not even a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, spring. It is supposed to be the longest day of the year. Apparently, it's going to be long already the way I've started. You got to stop hitting those gummies before the show. Right? I wish I had that as an excuse. I guess it is. I mean, it is a weed Wednesday with uh, yeah. friends from Greenlight Dispensary at 930. Uh, we're going to learn more about the drinks today. The, oh, the uh, drinks. Okay. Drinks. The, yeah. I'm excited to hear about that. Yeah. Intern uh, Chase guzzles those daily. You know, that would be interesting because we keep saying we're going to do the gummies, but maybe we should all just bring in j- uh, drinks and have Joe over there and Chase do it and you do it. And I'll just put, we'll put it in our cups and nobody will even know. What do you think about that, Vic? What do you think about them apples, Vic? Yeah. Ex- whatever works. <laughs> whatever works. Whatever works. I'm all good. We'll end up doing a show after the show that day. Hey, welcome to St. Louis. Don't change your tire. You'll get robbed. <laughs> you'll Man, get robbed. Seriously, guy was robbed while changing his tire. Sad. And it had, well, I mean, it was, it's not a great, it's on page. If you get on page in the Vanderventer neighborhood, it's not a good area. Right. I mean... Don't you remember that in the olden days, our parents, at least mine did, we would get into that area. My dad would be like, roll them up. Roll them up. Lock the doors. Roll them up. I still say that, and I can't help myself, and it cracks me but, up now. But I mean, if you're changing a tire at midnight oh. in the Vander neighborhood on page. Yeah, that's not good. No. That's not no, good. No, not really. Not really. I think I'd call an Uber real quick and get my car the next day. I think that's what I would do. For sure. I don't want to be caught there at night. That would not be fun. I'm sure there's a neighborhood like that in every state and all of our United States. Everybody can relate to that. Uh, Good morning. Uh, Falls count everywhere. Good morning, David and Kimberly. Drew, good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Jay and Sherry and Tammy and Mary, all you great people. Karen, thanks for jumping in for the show before the show. Uh, Sherry says she never really felt anything off drinks. wonder what kind of drinks you're talking about, Sherry, if you're talking about the, no, the, the flower drinks. Is that what she's talking about? Well, the, the marijuana drinks. The marijuana drinks. The marijuana okay. infused drinks. We'll ask Eric Masters today about that when he comes on. Um, well, and it is true. A lot of 
all the usuals are here. Say all of you usuals that are on there, if you wouldn't mind today, pick one person that you know that does not listen to the show and send it directly to them by texting it to them or private messaging them and send it directly and say, hey, listen to this show today and then tell them a little bit about us. That would be great because you guys are great advocates for the show. Morning, Marsha, to you. Uh, What do we got? Oh, I was at uh, Dr. Bagway's office yesterday. Oh, you were? What were you doing there? He's going to be back on the show after he gets back from vacation in July. Uh, my son. Your son? Oh, okay. Yeah. For overworked. He's got, he had a tendon. I mean, no stress fracture, thank God. I mean, he just finished his freshman year, but yeah. I mean, it's, so he was very fortunate and it sounds like a dad bragging, but he went through a football season. So mm-hmm. for, he, he started as a freshman. Yeah. That, that's fantastic, but by the way. he had all this training then through lacrosse season he played what's called midi so you're running and he started yes right into them playing for the state championship then they immediately went into football camp oh lacrosse wow camp. yeah we played yeah summer lacrosse back and forth training mm-hmm. camp kids camps you can do too much when you're growing you can and he's going can. through spurt. so i was like oh my so sunday i mean saturday had three three more games mm-hmm. and he plays a position that just runs 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 <laughs> yeah, he needs work on golden tea, Ben. We we stopped, yeah. stopped by Winty's last night. That's uh, awesome. So he was playing golden tea. It was funny. I, golden I, tea. I gave him ten bucks. Like there you go. There's go over there. Mm-hmm. Have fun, and then it didn't charge him. Winty's. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> yeah, but, you're, but but you guys are like friend friends. I mean, you guys are like friend friends. Yeah, friend. Ben is awesome. Um, I need to go get a pizza. But anyway, he got uh, yeah. So anyway, he was just all the the. So by Sunday, by the end of the game, his foot he couldn't even walk on his foot. Long story. Oh, short. poor kid. Tendon, like yeah, it swelled up. Tendonitis of the uh, um, posterior tibia tendon. It's the biggest tendon oh. in the foot. So he was struggling walking, but now I'm sure. He, yeah, but now yeah, he misses. Um, the national tournaments in Maryland, Baltimore, where there's real lacrosse. <laughs> where there's real, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's where that's the national because he plays yeah. for the national team. But uh, yeah, he get, he's not he getting to go to it. that now. No, can't do oh, because it. it's one of those things. He needs you know, to rest. If doesn't you push, he? you push, push, push. Yeah. Eventually, I guess that's something for anything in life. Eventually, something will snap. Yeah. I'm sure we had our daughter rest all last week because she's very similar to your son. So that's why I saw Dr. Bagway. We're going to um, have to see him for our daughter. Um, ter- yeah, so he'll come back in. He's going to be talking. He's terrific. He is. Uh, good to catch up with Dr. Bagway, of course. you can. If anybody has anything from an orthopedic standpoint, uh, check out Dr. Bagway. Let him know you heard about him through Cancel This. Um, and um, it'll help out, that's for sure. Um, so anyway, that's... What I did with Dr. Bagway. All right, not to bore anybody. Um, that's probably why he wasn't any good at golden tea. He couldn't put the pressure on the foot. I'm sure. I'm sure he could not. <laughs> As you Poor spin kid. forward. Right. Um, mm. uh, yeah, so anyway, so, but we all know in life we have different kids that affect it. Like I, my middle guy, mm-hmm. he would have been devastated. Aww. The younger one's like, okay. When we got home, I heard him uh, on his phone laughing and talking. Oh, good, good. 20 minutes good. later, talking about stupid stuff that I guess 15-year-old boys talk about. Good for him. He's probably knowing he just needed some rest. Rest those muscles. All right. Um, 
All right, let's get into the show. Uh, but check out Dr. Bagway, by the way. Um, he has had one or two that I know um, people call him from our show, but he's Good. continued to be an advertiser just to, to give it a shot. So anyway, all right, Projo, let's do it. All right, it is cancel this, cancel the show.com. Welcome in, everybody. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday, June 21st is the day. It is the first day of summer, as Lizzie reminded us, which also means the longest day of the year, right? Longest day of yes, sunshine. Longest day of sunshine. And uh, depending upon where you're listening throughout the country, we hope your weather's good. It is throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. It's typical summer. It's hot, a little humid, lots of sun, which is great. Um, if you're fortunate like Lizzie, you have a pool, you can jump in the pool. Hey, it's a pool party at Lizzie's. You betcha. Um, she'll Cancel put, this. She'll put her address out there for anybody that wants to show up. Um, David will be there serving drinks and barbecue. It sounds like a That'll great happen. Time. That'll happen. Um, so anyway, um, we're, we're grateful for that. Hey guys, I'm Vic Faust. Uh, Lizzie Sparks joining us. Tab the Hassle comes back tomorrow. She's been working in the movie industry. Eric Johnson, I saw him post pictures yesterday of the flight. Uh, they were playing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last night. So they're gone uh, this week. Eric will be back on Friday. We've Oh, it's very hot across the pond in the UK. We appreciate that. Um, I should have brought that. Uh, Drew will be over there, and you would be the biggest hit. Believe it or not, Democrat Jew, you would be the biggest hit um, because you're kind of, um, I won't say that word, you're, <laughs> you're anti. We'll just anti. call you anti. Yes, he's an anti for um, sure. I was joking. I was almost going to call you the Antichrist, but I'm kidding, Drew. So I can joke. <laughs> the Antichrist. You might. I think you'd like that. He probably would. He would. <laughs> Projo's here on the engineering board. Intern Chase here as well, uh, making things happen. Um, not to uh, bore or uh, embarrass Ch um, Chase, but he's been terrific from an intern standpoint. Maybe before the end of the summer, he'll let us show his face on camera at some point in time. Um, but anyway, he's he's very, very, very good. Uh, good morning to you, Joanna, Drew, Kim, Angie, everybody showing up once again. Aaron. Yeah, it is, Aaron. I agree. All right. Uh, coming up at 930, it's a Weed Wednesday day. We're going to talk with Eric Masters from Greenlight Dispensary. Uh, today's focus is going to be on the drinks, the marijuana-infused drinks, uh, what you can expect from that standpoint. Also, what's hot for summer when it comes to those products. By the way, flour getting back into the mix there, so we'll get into that. Uh, coming up at 830, we're going to talk with Kathy and Steve Strick. They're down at Lake of the Ozarks, and for our listeners across the country, it's a beautiful spot, beautiful lake of the Ozarks, especially on the non-holiday weekends. Just a terrific, great time to be there. They've got products, uh, excuse me, they've got uh, properties there. So I guess you could call them products there at the lake. Uh, we'll be talking with them. Today's focus in about, I don't know, about 20 minutes is Builder Nightmares. Uh, if, if you've had any situations when it comes to 
construction, dealing with builders from real estate agents, anything, uh, feel free, share the show. If you have questions, uh, things to be aware of, let us know. You can jump in during that segment as we get into everything that's going on with our normal weekly segment with our friends, Kathy Helbig Strick from Experience Realty Partners and Steve Strick, her husband with uh, New American Funding. So we'll check in with them coming up at about 8.30. Uh, no, no doubt yesterday, tons of fallout regarding the Hunter Biden uh, non-sentencing, we'll call it that. Uh, the sweet plea deal that Hunter got, there is uh, two sides of justice in this country, which is unfortunate. It is what it is. Tucker Carlson jumped into it last night. Of course, you knew he was going to get into it. And of course, he continues to rock. He continues to be the most popular man in the world when it comes to newstainment, as I refer to it, because what he does, as you know, it's, it's not necessarily, I mean, he presents news, but he's entertainment. He's giving his perspective, his opinion on it. And it is very, very popular. Uh, let's just see. He posted it late last night, already 10 and a half million views. He's not, it's, this is just it. His material, it's still super, 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 super popular. Uh, he broke down and I would advise checking it out. It's about 13 minutes. We give different clips of it. Um, I, I respect what that man does. I respect um, the journalistic integrity that he brings to the table when it comes to what's going on. Uh, listen to break down just a little snippet here of Hunter Biden, um, the, the, the criminal. It was a scandal. Racketeering, money laundering, wire fraud. Those are some of the crimes the Biden seemed to have committed in addition, of course, to selling out the United States for cash. So what would happen to them? Well, Donald Trump had an idea, quote, they'll hit Hunter with something small to make their strike on me look fair. Trump wrote that about two weeks ago, and it turned out those were prescient words. This morning, Hunter Biden pleaded guilty to pretty much nothing. Biden pled to two misdemeanor tax evasion charges, then entered a diversion on a federal gun charge. That's it. As far as Merrick Garland's Justice Department is concerned, Hunter Biden is done. There was no pre-dawn raid carried live simultaneously on CNN. There was no perp walk, no handcuffs, no press conference. Above all, there was no felony. Hunter Biden, who broke federal gun laws, can still carry a gun. It's like it all never happened. Very, very interesting when it breaks down from that standpoint. You get it. You get the idea. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 100% <laughs> right, Tucker. Uh, it pisses a lot of people off. Democrats, it doesn't piss off. Um, Democrat Jude chimed in. You do realize it was a Trump-appointed judge who signed off on that. Guess what? If you have a man and attorneys that agree to plea deals, that's what they do. Correct. That's that, what they do. Judges aren't, oh, no, I'm going to jump in. That's not what happens. Right. And I besides... We're talking about the DOJ doing this and inflicting their their will and imposing their will on anybody that they want from this standpoint. It's very sad um, when you see the things that have gone on so far. However, however, um, I guess we shouldn't be surprised um, that there wasn't any of the circus around this that there could have been. Um, the stuff is so black and white in your face of activity going on that isn't right, that isn't fair, that isn't just. And I still think it's going to fall back. I think it's going to come right back on the Bidens. I do. It may not see, you may not see it now, but I think all of this, the way that his number one adversary is being treated. Uh, and it's interesting too, because in the midst of all of this, you know, Biden came out and called 
the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, he called him a dictator. Is it, wow. <laughs> that, wow. Wow. He That's came out publicly. Black. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the man who had his number one opponent, the man who leads him in all polling or most polling, the man who is his superior in every form of the word, uh, charged, arrested for alleged crimes that, well, when you break it down, pretty much what he does or could be charged with himself. It's just sad that this American country, America, who we thought was such a great, great country has reached this point where you do have socialist, Marxist, communist ways of doing things going on right before our eyes. It is right happening. Right before our eyes. And the interesting thing, too, about uh, Tucker is way back when this all the laptop and all this first came out, Tucker wouldn't talk about it. He didn't want to say anything about it because he was neighbors with Hunter Biden. So I remember the first broadcast that Tucker came out about it. He said something, I'll paraphrase it, but basically he felt sorry for him because he knew he had an addiction and they were neighbors and he didn't want to talk bad about the family. And here we go. Look at it. What, you know, four years later, he's given all of it. I think he sees it now that it wasn't just an addiction. It, it's way bigger than that. Well, there's two things going on here. One, we all have, you know, good people in life who try to do the right thing, who try to raise their kids the right way, but maybe one of the group doesn't. They have issues. Correct. They have substance abuse issues. It happens. It does. You know what? That's all right. Those are private issues. Correct. The problem that we have here is the Biden crime syndicate family and all the evidence that we have seen. And if you look at the, uh, the Comer report and you look at the ties between the big man, the texting, the separate accounts, the $5 million payouts. That's why we care. And then in the midst of everything that's going on, um, you see <laughs> you see Hunter Biden get off just a few, get off of these charges right after Donald Trump is charged. To almost see like, well, you know, here's the problem. Hunter's not the problem. Here's the problem. It's going to backfire. Here's the second Correct. part of Tucker uh, breaking down. Who is this criminal Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden was a foreign agent. He never registered as one. But for years, that's exactly what he was. He sold access to his father and other lawmakers to the Chinese and the Ukrainians and countries throughout the world. There's no debate about that. The FBI has known about it for years for years, they've had possession of Hunter Biden's laptop, but they didn't charge him for it today. They never will. Why? Well, you know the answer. Hunter Biden has good genes. A more interesting question, though, which is another question the feds will never consider, is what does Hunter Biden do for a living now? This is a man with no obvious job and, of course, zero skills. He spent midlife smoking crack. Yet somehow he's managed to live pretty well despite rising inflation. He's been living in big houses in the costliest residential neighborhoods in the world. He's been paying his stripper baby mama 20 grand a month in child support. And he has retained a team of the most expensive lawyers in the country who spend quite a bit of time sending threatening letters to anyone who asks questions about how they're being paid. We can confirm that firsthand. So again, what does Hunter Biden do for work? That's a fair question. And tonight we have the answer. For years, Hunter Biden was an influence peddler. Now, Hunter Biden is a self-actualizer. He self-actualizes for a living. 
I'm a self-actualizer. Right, I am too. I'm a self-actualizer. self-actualizer. I, yes, that, that's, can you give uh, me that Well title? done, Tucker Carlson. You can check out Tucker on Twitter, um, all of the updates that he continues to do. And by the way, uh, as a viewer said, I guess Hunter, uh, that mix going on with uh, Hunter is a big deal. And Tucker decided to focus on it, showing that he's not paying much attention to those cease and desist letters from Fox News. By the way, Hunter is our Hunter Tucker has hired and or looking at nine former Fox employees who have gone over to Tucker's new operation, including the producer who was fired for putting, quote, wannabe dictator on the Chiron, the lower third graphic. Um, so there... Love that. Yeah. It, it, if there was any doubt as to what people thought about Tucker, they're all going to Tucker mm-hmm. if they leave Fox and getting out of there because of what's happening. That's um, great. Self-actualizer. That's great. Yes, self-actualizer. Hunter Biden. Um, as if this, and yeah, so over 10 million views already from the little quote, um, I guess, entertainment, infotainment newscast that uh, Tucker put out last night. All, by the way, on Hunter Biden, the criminal he is, the criminal he has been, uh, Joe Biden's covering up for it and still saying that he's a good boy. He's never done anything wrong. I trust him. I believe him. In an interview that Biden did with the NBC News Network, and then, of course, now, he was wrong. Hunter admitted to doing these things. And the fact that he can still have a gun. Right. That's. Yes. I don't want to hear any effing liberal, any liberal, any progressive talk about guns, this guns, Gun that, control that until that. I agree. Hunter will call him Hunter. That, I'm gonna call that him Hunter. That piece of stuff actualizing does not have the right to carry a gun. Ugh. Nobody, and I repeat, nobody has the right to do that. And by the way, tomorrow we'll be talking uh, with Metro shooting supply owner Steve King uh, regarding gun issues and all of that. Now, the other part of Hunter as we break it down, um, these are just, and we know that he, he's, he's, a, he's a crack addict, and I feel bad for him. Anybody that's had any sort of dependency issues, it's, it's, it's an issue, and it's a problem. And it needs to be dealt with either via the hospitals or jail and, and, and incarceration. And it's interesting, the double standard continues as you look back to this video piece that was done. Just listen to what Joe Biden talks about drugs and then, of course, Hunter, his son on the right side. If you have a piece of crack cocaine, no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar. We passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says, if you're caught with that, you go to jail for five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. Under our forfeiture statutes, you can, the government can, take everything you own everything from your car to your house your bank account not merely what they confiscate in terms of the dollars from the transaction that you just got caught engaging in they can take everything i don't care why they become a sociopath we have an obligation to cordon them off from the rest of society they are in jail away from my mother your husband our families so I don't want to ask what made them do this. They must be taken off the street. 
That yeah. is such a good depiction of what's going on and the hypocrisy of it all. Once again, they don't care. It's they don't your, care. It's in your face. The Department of Justice has been weaponized. It is official. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Americans who care and watch understand. You get it. You're enlightened. Unfortunately, way too many Americans are just lost. Don't care. Comfortable. Whatever. It's all going to happen. It doesn't affect me until it does. And then when it does affect you, when it does come to your front door, then all of a sudden you're like, what the hell? When did this happen? It's here. And it's unfortunate, but it continues to move forward. And if that wasn't enough regarding everything that's going on, it is interesting when you hear the lawyer for hip-hop artist Kodak Black. If you don't understand him, look him up. Um, the lawyer for Kodak Black came out yesterday. This is where it gets really interesting again, because I'm tired of people talking about being tolerant of this, tolerant of that, tolerant of my feelings and then when something happens that goes against what you try to stand for, it breaks every argument down that you have regarding the guns, regarding the drugs, regarding pretty much everything. Uh, the lawyer from for hip-hop artist Kodak Black came out yesterday and said, uh, yeah, we got a massive issue here, you freaking effing DOJ. Uh, my client, Kodak Black, was charged with the same federal weapons crimes as Hunter Biden and he was sentenced to over three years in prison. Unreal. Unreal. Three years in, in prison because of this sweetheart deal that Hunter got. There is a double standard. And this is only the tip of the iceberg. Once again, this is why it becomes an issue. Democrats will say, oh, okay, whatever. Hunter did what he did. He got his plea deal. Okay, whatever. That's what works. I'm fine with it. If that's what you work, that's fine. Hey, more power to you. If you can get a plea deal, great. That's fine. But just call it out for what it is. Just remember that it's happening at the highest level. This isn't happening in your local municipal court, in your county court. Well, and Vic, remember- This is no plea deal of a local deal. This is, this is the DOJ. This is big, big deal. It's a big deal. Well, and remember when that highest level that you're talking about wanted you and I and other people of the same color of us to say that we had white privilege. Look at the irony of all of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that is the epitome of white privilege. It is. I mean, <laughs> that's it's white unreal. <laughs> uh, Bradford Cohen, who's the criminal defense attorney for the hip-hop artist Kodak Black, says, quote, get this, understand this, everybody. Quote, there's no such thing as not getting jail time on a gun charge of any kind of a gun charge. I repeat, there's no such thing as not getting jail time on a gun charge, on any kind of gun charge. But the DOJ created, Merrick Garland created this new situation for Hunter Biden. And they're trying to make this whole situation go away. You know why? Not only is he the president's son, that's fine. We've all seen people get special privileges and that's it happens. That's life. That's what we live in. Just try to focus on your own yard. The problem here is the fact of his connections to the big guy. Joe Biden. Exactly. They're trying to make it go away and make it go away as quickly as possible, which is why you had these, quote, no pun intended, trumped up charges on Donald Trump trying to make this a big deal, trying to bring all the attention there and then slip in the Hunter Biden stuff to make it disappear. Now, the House Oversight Committee and Representative Comer say it's not going away. They're continuing to do their deal. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I hope they continue on, but I really don't know what comes out of it at this point in time. Um, by the way, um, Bradford Cohen, uh, who came out in, on behalf of his client, Kodak Black, 
three-year prison sentence for the exact same gun charge as Hunter Biden. Exactly the same. So where's our African-American community that talks about that white privilege? Right, where's the NAACP right now? Yeah, where, where are they? Where are they? You're not going to hear them because you're fake. Correct. And you're fake unless Correct. you start speaking up about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Correct. Democrat Correct. Drew, you're nothing but fake. Fake. Coward. Unless you call out Joe Biden and the DOJ for what they're doing. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just calling you out. I'm holding you to the fire just like you hold conservatives and quote white privileged people Correct. to the fire. Let's be real. In life, we got to have facts. Direct, hardcore, black and white facts. Not the feelings, not the quote tolerance issue that we talk about. Go after people the same way all the time. You just can't pick and choose. Or guess what? It shows. It's paper mache. Your house of cards comes falling down. Every analogy that you can think of. Bradford Cohen comes out and says, this is the attorney for, Co for uh, Kodak Black as well, and says, quote, two tiers of justice, question mark. Right. Got over three years, my client, Mr. Biden will not serve a day. Does that feel right? Question mark. FBI agents and federal authorities take cases personally? Question mark. Very interesting stuff. And by the way, Kodak Black, who in 2019 was only 22 years old, had zero previous convictions, zero issues. Yet he was sentenced to more than three years in federal prison after being forced to plead guilty to weapons charges. He admitted that he falsified information on federal forms to buy four firearms from a Miami area gun shop on two separate occasions. Got three years. Hunter Biden, nothing. And Hunter Biden is connected to the big guy for the, the, big guy for the crime family we know as the Bidens. And it was so eloquently was broken down by Chanel Rion yesterday from OAN. By the way, that is in the last 30 minutes of our podcast. And I suggest going back and checking out that podcast from 620 so you can break it down. Um, by the way, um, Donald Trump uh, pardoned Kodak Black and had his 46-month sentence commuted in 2021. Um, so it is interesting when Cohen comes out and breaks down and reminds people about what is actually happening with Hunter Biden and how it doesn't make sense, how it's not fair, how it's not right. But then yesterday, we also had Kevin McCarthy um, come out, the Senate leader, and speak to this. I don't, I mean, I'm glad McCarthy's doing what he's doing and he's speaking, but I, he doesn't offer to me any, and I repeat, any sort of hope that things are going to change. And maybe he can't change things. And I don't know. You guys be the judge of what you hear Kevin McCarthy speaking about after this all came out yesterday. Continues to show the two-tier system in America. If you are the president's leading political opponent, the DOJ tries to literally put you in jail and give you prison time. If you are the president's son, you get a sweetheart deal. Now this does nothing to our investigation. It actually should enhance our investigations because the DOJ should not be able to withhold any information now saying that because of pending investigation, they should be able to provide Chairman Comer with any information that he requires. Continue. Yeah, and, and no, we get it, and it should be, but what's going to happen? Is anything going to happen? Nothing. 
Uh, Comer says they're going to continue. And all of this, but here's what I'm happy about. I'm pissed because it's not right and it's not fair what the DOJ is doing regarding interest, our national security interest, when there's all this fake stuff surrounding Trump, which doesn't hurt us in any way. Give me a break. Yet the stuff that can really hurt us being um, tied to Ukraine, being tied to China, and not being uh, in a situation of power and having them oversee everything that's going on because you are linked to them. So we continue to push forward. The Oversight Committee is the only reason why this is coming out on Hunter Biden. That's it, because of the work of the Oversight Committee. They did it. That's why the voting matters. That's why taking control of the House matters, because they were able to do this investigation and get this brought to light. It wouldn't be. Can you imagine what isn't being brought to light? Oh, what so you can't much. get on, what you can't get and bring to the forefront? Um, I do believe it's all part of a bigger chess game. Um, will it all come out now? I don't know. I agree with what you're saying there, Sherry. I have zero idea. But I, I don't I don't know what Kevin McCarthy can do. I hope something. The problem is the fact that the DOJ takes their orders from Biden or whoever's controlling Biden. And that's why you see what's happening to Trump. I mean, give me a break. Mm -hmm. Give me a break. Even if what he said on tape, I've listened to it. Come on. When we break down what's happening in this country right now, and then you can go back and forth on whether it's the Espionage Act, this or that. It's nothing compared to what's happening with Biden. Oh, dad and son. Sherry also says BlackRock admitted that they buy the government. Rothschilds own it. I know I saw that. Uh, yep. I think the quote was, you can buy any senator for $10,000. I thought that was pretty cheap. I did see that. Yep. Um, so where does all of this go? I don't know. I have no idea. But the point of everything is that the DOJ does not care. Biden does not care. It is in your face. I, I mean, I'm not, but Democrats speak up. You know this is a, it, you know this is a bad, bad situation. They do. It's a and bad they look don't for our country. Up. But do people even care? Most don't. Do Americans care. care what is going on right now in this country? I'm not sure that they do. No. I'm not sure that they do either. And, and it some gets back of the to Democrats. the pride issue as well, Lizzie. Yeah. If you're, you're a Democrat, are you really going to admit? Yeah. There, there, there's bad stuff going on there. Okay. So you're not going to vote for him anymore? Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll still be there. I, I still don't see how this man can run for president. I know I sound stupid. I've been saying it since we started this podcast back in January that Michelle Michael Obama was running for president. I know people laugh at me. Um, but, but you're right about it. I know. I, right. I know people have laughed at me ever since I said it. I just, I don't know. I just see that happening. I, I don't know. Somehow, some way, I don't know how Biden, even though he can be controlled, even though he is compromised with China, with Ukraine, with whomever else he is compromised with, I think it's pretty safe to say it's happening. I still don't know how the Democratic Party can run this guy, even though they're doing everything they can right now by not allowing any debates with RFK or anybody else. Marianne Williamson, nobody gets a chance to debate the man. And this is what's happening. And of course, Joe Biden is mom on everything. He's quiet on all of this right now as this continues to go forward. Um as Kevin says, sometimes the truth is funny, Vic. Yeah, it is. He's right. Um, <laughs> Lizzie, you said Michael Obama, he can still run or she can run. Um, I'm sorry. I, 
yeah he she however it goes whoever it is can still run for sure um and he may we yeah we are being played there's absolutely sure. no doubt we get played this country is getting played more and more every day um all you have to do if you really take a deep dive and stop for a second and start looking around you have to stop and start looking around and then you'll see how things have changed um we do what we do every day we bring it to you and then of course you know how you live your life what you do is up to you uh what can you do well you can get passionate about it and you're your local areas. And then of course you can vote and then you try to call things out when you see it. Um, it is a very difficult situation to try to overcome when you're like, look what the DOJ is doing. They're up there. They can control this. They can suppress information. They can go after our president's number one adversary, the guy who is now leading him in polls, despite all the indictments that are being thrown at him somehow, some way it still gets done. And by the way, speaking of the indictments, uh, the Trump trial, so to speak, in Florida on the most recent indictments has now been moved up to start this summer, which is interesting. So we'll continue to follow that. Uh, the judge has fast forwarded that hearing. So will that be a good thing? Will it be a bad thing? I don't know. There are issues when it comes to evidence and bringing things forward where the judge or the attorneys can push back. They can extend time. Um, we'll see where it is. Megan says, by the way, he's quiet because he doesn't even know where he is most of the time. Well that said. is so no, true. It is. And we talk about that. Hell, we have at least two or three, uh, sound bites a week of Joe falling, stumbling, bumbling, everything else. Um, will the mainstream media continue to cover this? Will they look for more answers or are they doing what the DOJ wants? brushing it under the rug. There's nothing to see here anymore. It is all done, but we'll continue to follow that story for sure. Um, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks in studio co-hosting, but she's also the woman who takes care of our live chat. Tab of the hassle. We'll be back tomorrow after working her movie industry job the last three days. Eric Johnson off this week until Friday. He played, allegedly played at the, uh, the um, Rock and Roll, Hall, Rock and Roll of Hall of Fame in Cleveland last night. I saw the pictures of the band. That's Platinum Rock Legends, by the way. Um, and when Eric leaves, Eric leaves. He turns the damn phone off. And by the way, does anybody know somebody that they call or text and they just never text back? I, and I then do. when you see him, like, oh, what's up, buddy? I love you. I miss right. you. And you're like, uh, did you see the text? Right. See the call? Right. Oh, I never checked my phone. Right. And that's legitimate. With Eric Johnson. Tur correct. Correct. I, I've never seen anybody like this. I don't know how things get done. You may think, man, that guy doesn't like me. That guy doesn't want to talk to me. Like, oh, no, Maps, I love you. I just haven't, I haven't been on my phone. I never look at it. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, my daughter's like that. <laughs> I've got <laughs> I one daughter that. Like okay. that too. Anyway, um, so they'll be back. Pro Joe's here and Turn Chase as well. All right, it is Wednesday. We catch up with the Strix. Um, I believe we have them on this morning. Do we have the Strix on yet, Joe? Um, we have. It looks like we have audio. We don't have video. All right. Well, just let me know. I, okay, I didn't I'll get any update. You know I just heard like boops, yeah, boops yeah. going on. So I didn't know who was on and what was going on. I think they're having a little technical issue. Oh, that's what happens. Right now, anyway. Uh, Joanna says, yeah, my daughter does that all the time. You're like, what do you mean? Well, I don't check my text uh -huh. messages or I see it. I'm like, okay. All right. All right. Well, we see that going on. Um, coming up a little bit later in the show, 930. It's our Weed Wednesday segment as well with Greenlight Dispensaries. Today, talking with Eric Master, summer options, including um, why the uh, marijuana-infused drinks, the drinks are becoming so popular 
And if you're going to use one, why you would use one, what it does for you from that standpoint, uh, we'll break all of that down. Also, coming up a little bit later in the show, um, we'll get into, um, this will tick you off, but it's happening, the Pentagon actually admitting that they gave uh, an extra $6.2 billion to Ukraine. Um, yeah, so, oh, it was a clerical mistake. There are no mistakes at the highest levels of government. I mean, there aren't. This stuff is done on purpose, especially when you're talking about that amount of money going to Ukraine. Um, we'll break that down as well, coming up a little bit later in the show. But we also wanted to remind everybody, uh, if you could like, subscribe, share the show that we do every day on all the platforms, cancelthisshow.com. It's easy. I still run into people that were teaching about, oh, how do I find you guys? Where do I see you? Cancelthisshow.com. Cancelthisshow.com. Once again, cancelthisshow.com. You can check out all the platforms. And for our great listeners, if you have time, go to each platform, like, subscribe, um, share the show. If you can, make a quick comment, a, a thumbs up, something of that nature. That's how these platforms work to make sure that it gets sent out to as many people as possible. And if you haven't checked out uh, the shorts, the videos that we have done with Intern Chase, and with Alex, they're fantastic. You can go to uh, cancel this live. I believe it's cancel this live on um, Instagram. Is that I don't? Is that what it is? Yes, Let's, it's on Instagram. And yes, our cancel this live and our Instagram. Facebook lives as well. Um, growing fast, terrific videos. You can like, subscribe. You can share those videos as well. Of course, um, basically what it is is just breaking down what we do on the show because heck, we're a live two-hour show. It's a live two-hour podcast. There's a lot that goes into the show that we try to do that we bring out that we possibly can with everybody going on. Um, as we get ready for that segment with um, Kathy and Steve, I found this very interesting because it kind of, it sets things up. Um, if you haven't seen this yet, I found it interesting. And this is the life that I know nothing about, but Adele, we all know who Dell is, performer, right? And Sylvester Stallone. Oh. They were working on a real estate deal. Nice. Sylvester Stallone was trying to sell his LA mansion in Beverly Hills, $58 million. You know, it's quite Just, nice. Yeah, I'm sure it is. $58 million transaction. I'm sure they took care of that in 10 minutes. Joke. <laughs> yeah, um, joke. Yeah. Well, apparently, Adele loved everything about it. Oh, wow. Loved everything, and she was ready to buy. But the problem, Sylvester didn't want to give up his Rocky statue. Oh. So he had a Rocky statue that overlooked his pool. And, and she and wanted the pool that. that. She's like, she wanted it to stay. <laughs> That's awesome. And I can see why he'd want to take it, but I can see why she'd want to keep it. Yeah, Stallone told the Wall Street Journal um, that she insisted that the deal would be dead unless... She got to keep the Rocky, Rocky statue. statue. So he's like, you know what? I like what she's doing. She's making the property gorgeous. Yes. So I gave her the Rocky statue. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. And, and I would think if you wanted to buy Rocky's house, you'd want the statue. If you're a big person that watches all Rocky fives, I'd want it. I'd want the statue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't think that Adele of all people, Adele. Adele, yeah. Um would want the Rocky statue. So yeah, you I, wouldn't I, think so. I want to ask Kathy if she's ever dealt with any of these situations that happen. So um, it's a $58 million home. It's in Beverly Hills, eight bedrooms, 11 bathrooms for $58 million. Wow. Including the Sylvester Stallone statue. Love it. Uh, a screening room, a cigar room with a custom bar, an eight stall garage. That's what's interesting. You have as many stalls for your cars as you do for your bedrooms i guess that makes sense 
with the Infinity Pool, a spa, an art studio, among other amenities. Love it. Um, This is interesting because Stallone bought it in 1994, over three and a half acres. And I was trying to find out how much he paid for it. I couldn't find out um, how much he paid for it, but I guarantee he didn't pay $58 million. No, I'm sure he made a quite a big hefty profit. Um, and it was interesting too because I was reading the story I found Adele <clears throat> as boyfriend who bought the house with her is NBA agent uh, Rich Paul who's arguably the top NBA agent right now. <clears throat> so they got it. Congratulations on their real estate in- issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. From what they have going on. So um, that kickstarts the real estate talk 58 Let's see, $58 million for the house, and it was all about the Rocky statue. That's awesome. And that, by the way, now that we know about it, they purchased it um, at the end of 2022. Oh, okay. But Sylvester Stallone was doing an interview with the Wall Street Journal. So that's why Sylvester put that news forward. The Rocky statue had to stay for Adele to drop $58 million. Um, I, I wonder why Kathy didn't do the deal Uh, I guess she was too busy to get to Beverly Hills um, to take care of that sale. She she was too busy in Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah, I I guess so. Uh, There's nothing like bringing in Kathy and Steve live from Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. Um, Hi, guys. Um, Yeah, it's so sunny and bright in the backdrop there. It looks great. It looks great. No, it's... Can you see okay? Well, the problem is Steve's shoulders. If he like <laughs> raised them a little higher, well, I thought that might give me a little shade. But, he he you know, might be able. Working, no, that's all right. We get it. Um, you're down uh, at the lake. We appreciate it. Welcome in, guys, um, for our Thank weekly you. segment. Good to see you guys um, with uh, Kathy Helbig Strick, real estate partners. Um, expect to be moved. Three one four two seven six sold. Three one four. 276 sold and of course steve stricker husband with new american funding um did you hear the end of my story talking about adele purchasing sylvester stallone we were coming in and out of it but he wouldn't give up the statue or something well he didn't well he didn't want to give up the statue but then he did because he's like she's doing a lot of great things with the house can you can you imagine a 58 million dollar deal everything's perfect except Hey, my statues that's overlooking <laughs> the, the pool. Uh, he, he gave in on the statue. They sold it. They were happy. Um, As he should have yeah. for 58 million. Bingo. Have you ever had, and we're going to talk about builder yeah. um, nightmares in a second, but have you guys ever had a deal that was held up by something that might seem silly or trivial the to the public, but maybe All not to. Can you think yeah. of one specific thing um, if it's happened? I know that those things can happen a lot of times. I'm just curious mm-hmm. if it's something here or something there. Yeah. No, I've had as, as minor as fighting over ceiling fans. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Stop it. A ceiling fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, draperies. I've had a seller that insisted that with the house stays the cat. And stays the, the cat? Except the cat in oh, the contract. Oh, wow. able to, to take the house. Yes. Wow. Did they take the cat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't the know what box. they did with it after they closed, but it, <laughs> right. it, uh, it alleviated the seller's conscience, I guess. So, uh, wow. When it disrupt the, the, the kitty cat after all those years of living there. So they insisted the cat. I've never heard of a thing. That is and bizarre. I've never heard of that. Either. A lot of emotions come in over personal property, which is why as agents, we try to keep personal property to a minimum. 
yeah. in the negotiations. And we also, this is what happens a lot all the time too. Seller and buyer will try to exchange numbers and, oh, you know, everybody's getting along great when we first go into contract and then they're going to on the side sell them this or that or I'm going to leave this or that. Probably seven out of 10 times that turns into a nightmare. Somebody misunderstood something or somebody changed their mind and then the conversations are going on between buyer and seller and mm, we're not yeah. party to it. It just gets ugly. Yeah, Lots of it does. Issues. That sounds like life. That sounds like business. Yeah, for I would, sure. I, sure. I know it, it can happen. Uh, talking with <laughs> Kathy Elbig Strick and Steve Strick from that standpoint. Uh, guys, let's talk about it today. Major topic, um, builder nightmares. Yeah. Uh, where do you guys want to start with this subject? How to, how, to, how to not get doinked by a builder. And uh, we have we have this, we have a 101 class. We're actually victims ourselves of. Yeah. Of, can you explain your situation? Because mm -hmm. it's one thing to go through this. It's another to try to avoid it because a lot of times in life, you have to, even in business, you have to trust people. Even when you have contracts, you can get, as yeah. you said, quote, doinked. Right. Yeah, we've got contracts. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll set it up. I'll let Steve do most of the talking since I'm technically a party to the situation. So, um, no, basically, uh, you know, there's, there's different types of building out there. You can go build with a, what I call a track home builder or a community builder. Um, that is putting in 50 homes at a time or 100 homes at a time. They're more cookie cutter, not not as custom. And then you've got custom builders and you've got builders that are investor type builders. So those type of situations, typically what you're doing is you're buying a piece of land, like Eric always talks about, buying a piece of land or buying a teardown. You're hiring a builder to then help you get a plan together and build that property either for yourself or you know to turn around and sell in our case we were doing it as investment properties they call them spec homes or inventory homes that you're building ahead of time put it on the market with no intention to live in it just as an investment mm -hmm. and the way that works is you typically are then taking out a construction loan and you are um picking your choosing your builder getting into contract and then you proceed to build one thing at a time, clearing the lot, and then you build a foundation. Each time you do that, you're paying, it's called a draw. A title company typically holds holds your um, construction money. And then as the builder finishes each piece and they need to pay the subcontractors, then they write up you know, an invoice or so. It's called a draw to the title company. The title company then disperses that money to the builder to then pay the subcontractors. Mm-hmm. That's where our story began. So you want to jump in a little bit, and this is where you have to be really cautious on who you're who you're working with. So I'm going to give you guys the thirty thousand foot view. <laughs> that way you can start asking questions. It might but, take more than one show. Yeah. So, so <laughs> wow. Kat kind of set okay. it up with how the process works, and she always wants to educate everybody on how the process works. So um, here's our personal experience. One, I would start with going on CaseNet and checking out <laughs> whoever your builder is. Um, Smart. we should have done that. Once we did that, we found out there were 43, or 43 more. cases on CaseNet with this particular builder. Oh, wow. So we had a little background information, but the long and short of it is, is basically Cass said, okay, the builder goes to the title company, title company disperses the money to the builder. Well, what we found out after somebody else who's building a home with us called us no, with him. 
building a home with him mm -hmm. and they were building a 1.8 million dollar home with, with this guy um ours was not that much but she called us and said hey are you building a house with so-and-so and uh we said yes and she said well you might want to look into that because we've been taken for a lot of money and what happened was this particular builder was one his timelines were off he said that our home was going to be done in eight months he didn't start it until seven months into the process so think about that with a loan you're going to have to extend it which is going to cause more interest but this builder was taking the same receipts and putting them on different projects so he would have a receipt from our project and he would bill one two three maybe four of the projects he was working on the same receipt so there were a lot of duplicate even triple receipts he was also charging extra materials that never even went to our job. Wow. For instance, we had certain type of windows in our home. He was ordering those windows plus Anderson windows. Very, and very, very upgraded windows. Upgraded windows. And we find and these doors. in our receipts in the draws that the title company was paying out. And we're like, wait a second. We don't have any of those Anderson windows. And then there were a few $1,500 doors. We didn't have any $1,500 doors. So all of these things that he was doing, he was taking those materials and bringing them to other projects that he had himself. So he was not only making the money on his GC fee, he also suckered us into 40% uh, of the profit. And then he was also taking the profit from taking these shared materials over to mm -hmm. other projects, which he didn't have to pay for. So that's just the start of it. Um, I'm going to let you guys go ahead and kind of dig into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, from that standpoint, we're getting, no, we're getting people who are making comments from that standpoint. First of all, somebody said, Steve, great advice. Um, before you buy a builder or before you sign a contract with the builder, mm -hmm. check them out on case and that, um, yeah. I love the fact that you guys were honest about it. You guys do everything you possibly can to help people mm -hmm. in the real estate industry, in the mortgage industry. Uh, you're two of the leading people that what you do from a professional standpoint throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area throughout this state and for you Steve across the country and you're admitting you got had it yeah. happens and sometimes yes. I guess we take things for granted I love your Great honesty call. about that because many realtors especially is mm -hmm. the volume that you do wouldn't admit it they would just act like oh we've never had any heirs that makes you yeah. even more creditable than even yeah. yesterday that people try to screw everybody and mm -hmm. if they're going to screw the Stricks they will screw <laughs> anybody then well, yes. yeah, and that's the thing that's is we found thing. out that he was doing this to a lot of people and uh, we were going to stop it. So we d dug right. into it. You know, we needed to make sure that there was a point made here. We have. Um, uh, well, the problem, Steve, is the fact that you never, I guess, wore a tank top around this builder. <laughs> um, exactly. That's, a, that's another. Uh, Not true. Oh, because if you did, <laughs> you would story. think he'd hide, man. <laughs> and Aaron that, says clearly this guy went to the Biden School yeah. of Business. I, <laughs> true. So I, the lesson is, I think, is that. When you're doing something like this and, and you're not proficient in that, that number one, you need to be reviewing every single invoice. You need to be involved in the dispersing process because most of the time the customer is not involved in the dispersing process. They, they can look at the bills, but what your, your, your eye is not trained because even me, I, I typically do retail. I do new construction building with builders, but this is a particular type of niche building that allows for a lot of, of leeway 
for the the shelves to be moved around. And if you're not really sure, like I can look at an invoice and it says there was 180 sheets of drywall ordered. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's normal or right or, or for a house that size, right? I mean, you wouldn't know how much drywall it takes to finish a house. Correct. So those type of things are not glaring at you. You don't know what the cost of to put the roof on exactly or what and soffits and clo- enclosed soffits and fascia are going to be. So there's room. There's a lot of room for error there to be slipped through. There's a lot of things in that industry that allows for builders to, to have rebates. That if you're hiring somebody based on the percentage over the cost to build, figuring out what the actual cost to build is, is the tricky part and the key. And that's kind of where we got had. Well, not not exactly knowing what the cost, true cost to build was and how there were all these avenues for money to be funneled elsewhere. Yeah, and I recommend if anybody is going to do this with somebody, a builder, um, one of the mistakes that we made and we want people to learn from it is we're busy people, yeah. right? So yeah. we didn't pay attention. We just kind of we put our trust we into this builder and said, okay, you know what? You promised this X return in this amount of time. Let's do it. Sounds great. And then we make them part of the LLC. And, you know, another great piece of advice is make sure when you're signing off yeah. on these draws, make sure that both parties, you and the builder, yeah. have to sign off on that yeah. so you can review it. Not just a single party within that group, because that gives full control over the builder to say, here's what I need money for. Please pay me. Okay, great. Nobody looked it over. Um, where are you guys with that? Case, we did. It did have both parties were to sign, but for some reason... The, the, the title company didn't either see that or he swindled them or something, but they signed off on almost two complete projects without us ever. Was this a sec- wow. was this a secondary property for you? Was it something you were trying to build? And yeah, then- they were investment properties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, I don't know what you can, is this currently in a court of law somewhere? Uh, yes. Okay. So I, <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, yes. I figured there were certain things you couldn't couldn't talk about. I just didn't yes. know if it was. I mean, I guess you can't give people a warning about the name or the name of the I business. Mean, if they, probably if you Google us, uh, uh, I'm not trying to, and I'm not trying to put you guys in a bad situation. No, I mean, no, it's fine. You can always you can always hit up Steve. I can't say as much as he can because I'm a party to the LLC that is in dispute. Steve is not. So. Yeah, we do that for a reason. And if yes, anybody that's smart. Reach out, more than happy to Steve's give you the name of this builder. Okay, yeah, that's a good way to do it. And of course, these builders are all around the country. It's not just throughout the St. Louis area. It's not right. just in Missouri. Yeah, and some of them build an STL. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I okay. gotcha. Got Absolutely. It. No, I hear you. It makes total sense. <laughs> Steve, by the way, you're with New American Funding, and Derek from our chat line jumped in to say, finance right. my first home through New American Funding now, and it was a wonderful process. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So basically, people Love jumping in that. saying that they're doing it. Bindi says, Steve, your arms are massive. Um, <laughs> by the way, and, and by the way, um, as we have Kathy and Steve on, on, on Wednesdays, if you have any questions regarding real estate, state. If you have questions about things to look out for as we're uh, buyer beware today segment, so to speak, um, Mm -hmm. you can give Kathy her team a call 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. Was this the first time you guys had dealt with something like this? Uh, Yeah, with that that blatant of swindling. Please tell me that nobody or none of your friends recommended this person or company. 
No, no, actually, I I feel bad for them. Oh, actually, he he had his relatives working for me, which is why. Oh, another trust factor there. In the beginning, yes, significant other and relative. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I kind of got hooked up that way through an agent that that worked for me to begin with, and there's a history of people that he had come work for me. Um. Yeah. So it was. It, yeah. It, it, what do you guys feel the chances are at recouping whatever your losses have been? Hundred percent of the losses um, well yeah 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 because yeah. I, I get a get feeling that if this person has been a swindler and doing that for some time that they don't have the funds to pay out um i, I just get a feeling that, that they're liars they're talkers they're they're yeah. scum mm-hmm. and there Here, is no money and no plan to build well here's the other thing when you're when you're you know working with somebody these type of people they have other victims down the down the path already mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're collecting money from them and they might be paying out the jobs behind them it's the house of cards right so it'll fall down at some point um you know w- with this particular person there are a lot of llcs there are a lot of single person llcs which are mm-hmm. basically shells and if you follow those, you'll be able to find some money. And a lot of these people are professionals at doing this. So there's money hidden somewhere. Oh, it is interesting. Uh, guys, uh, before we get out today, I wanted to bring something up with you too. And I don't even know if you've seen this, but um, you can pull it up um, on, on fox2now.com. And maybe you have seen this story that's come out. Um, but one of the largest housing developments in years could be coming to St. Charles County. Have you mm-hmm. heard about this tall tree? Um, I've not heard about. Okay, developers yet. are talking about building a three hundred sixty or three hundred fifty-six acre subdivision. That's yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. Five hundred fifty homes wow. alongside wow. Highway D, the DD yeah, corridor. That, D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. west of O'Fallon. Yes, mm-hmm. not far uh, from yeah. where I live. So they've been talking about developing that intersection for years. Three hundred seventy-five thousand so. dollar homes to one million dollar homes, but. I guess residents are are, are upset, yeah. maybe losing their minds. They've been fighting developing that for a while. Um, it will was in, increased traffic, I guess. They talked about that mm-hmm. one. Of course, they yeah. were curious how it would affect um, the uh, the Bush Conservation Area, yeah, which yeah. is a popular mm-hmm. spot for hiking, fishing, yeah. bird watching, so forth. I was just curious. I was trying to get your – how does something like that go down? I mean, will it eventually – um get uh zoning to do that there's a massive there's a massive meeting tonight at the family arena for years i think it's eventually going to happen um so it is somebody just said traffic issues it already is congested just because it's a two two road highway there so they're going to have to do something with the roads and infrastructure there to but I've been to so many that size guys. I've been to so many um, city council meetings over the years and covering them from a news standpoint. I've seen several people come out to meetings and and voice their concerns and their opinions. But more times than not, I don't see them win. I, I just haven't. Mm-hmm. I, I know mm-hmm. it's possible, mm-hmm. but I don't see I don't see them win. It has a yeah. lot to do with money. Yeah, you yes. know, it's they're going to be projecting X amount of tax dollars being brought into that community, and you know all of these other things. And unfortunately, for the single person or mm-hmm. the few people in the community that are voicing their opinions, it's just not strong enough, mm-hmm. and um, it's tough. Yeah. Um, anything else that you guys wanted to touch upon with the situation of advice? Uh, you guys have given great advice. Anything with your situation? 
uh, when you hope to have that taken care of anything from that standpoint? I would definitely say if you want more information, reach out to this guy. He'll give you all the details. <laughs> and uh, and don't, you know, don't jump into something without a, a third party or another set of eyes or something, attorney, agents, anybody else that's another set of eyes that will take the time. Like Steve said, you know, a lot of times when when you're already trust somebody and then you've got other things going on, this wasn't our, our main project, so we trusted it to, to go smoothly. Um, our bad for not being really, really hands-on with it. So you need to be super hands-on to make sure you keep your money in your pocket. And even if you trust this person or you think you trust this person, it's okay to ask for references of people that they've worked with prior. Yes. And say, okay, I want to reach out to them and see how their experience is going. But then wait, but then ask those people for more people. Right, because they're going to give you the Usually the good names ones. they're going to give you are their, <laughs> are their buddies. And you got to go three deep. If you can get names from names from names, then you'll get the true story. Just do your no. due diligence. Yes. Makes it, sense. No, it's great advice. It is. And I, I guess when this ends, you guys would be more than happy to give names publicly. Oh, yeah. Okay, I figured. I'll, bl- I'll blow them up, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, guys, we appreciate you jumping in today for this segment. Um, once again, if you have any real estate questions, or you need help with anything, give Kathy's team a call and let them know if you can, if you can remember. Uh, you heard about them and you watch them on canceltheshow.com. Of course, you can contact Kathy, 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. Expect to be moved. Um, Kathy and her team... Uh, and experienced real estate partners will take care of even, of course, Steve at New American Funding. Steve, is there a, a better email or phone number if people want to get in contact with you? Sure. The phone number is at the bottom, but if you're not watching, it's 314-374-0770, or you can reach me at steve.strick, S-T-R-I-C-K, at N-A-F-I-N-C, nafinc.com. All right. Sounds good. Guys, enjoy your day at uh, Lake of the Ozarks. What a beautiful day you have. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye, guys. Soon. Have a great day. All right. Bye. We'll see you. Love talking with Kathy and Steve. And yes, and as I said, great to hear them talk about and be honest about, yeah, yeah, we got swindled. We got caught. We trusted people and we got burned. The sad thing is, is that when you do have people that are willing um, to be kind or do business with certain people and they get burned, um, they're different. And Correct. you're different. And it's happened yes. to me. And I try to be more positive, especially when I started this business, because some of those things have happened to me. And I'm like, it, it can start to change you as a person. You become more negative. You become less trustworthy. You become less happy. You become less positive. Um, and that's why if you do screw somebody over, um, I, I just- It has long-term lasting effects. Uh, yeah, it does. It, it, it can. And of course, we just we, we do. We need more people who are aware, but also more people who are just positive in this country and trying to help others. And it's good to see Kathy and Steve do what's going on there. Joe says, guys, it happened to me, too. It's right. Uh, that's exactly what happens in life when something like that happens to you. Um, yeah, Joe, I hear it. Once again, you can contact their team. 314-276-SOLD. 314 Two seven six sold. Um, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. You can check out all of our original content there on our website Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time and all the time. 
24-7, all of our episodes, our original content there. Uh, you can go there, check it out. If you didn't get a chance to hear Chanel Rion yesterday, uh, she was during our 9.30 to 10 o'clock hour, the last 30 minutes of that podcast. Uh, I'd advise checking her out. She did an incredible job breaking down of what's actually happening in Ukraine. She gives the backdrop, the story of what was going on um, with the Bidens, um, John Kerry's son. I mean, just the just all of the connections, how this has started, why Ukraine is still getting money, why the Bidens continue to get off, how the DOJ is compromised. Uh, check out her stuff. Also download the OAN app as well. Um, they, they've got a, a big news drop coming up this weekend on everything that was going on there. All right, Tabitha will be back uh, tomorrow. Eric will be back Friday. Lizzie's here running the chat boards. I'm Vic Faust. We got ProJo running the engineering line. And of course, intern chase here as well coming up at 9 30 uh we've got eric masters from Greenlight dispensary he'll be jumping in uh to give us a breakdown on the marijuana infused drinks that they have going on right now how that can help you now and for the summer as well uh plus i'll, I'll break down a story here a little bit about we've talked about getting funding for these charter schools and school vouchers in different states well in maine um you had a situation where private schools were supposed to be on the list, but they put an amendment just to stop Christian schools from getting funding. Um, we'll get into that. If you have other things that are going on, uh, let us know. We'll break that down as well. This is canceltheshow.com. We're back after we show you our partners and our advertisers. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic 
Care Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601. Or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back into the show. We appreciate you jumping back in. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks here running the chat line. We've got Projo on the boards, engineering and intern Chase right there as well. Um, as we jump into that uh, from the chat line, just saw it. Very unpopular opinion. Trump started the warp speed vaccine BS, hailing himself father vaccine. He also started, quote, Joe continued it, the socialist program of handing out billions of dollars to companies and people to, quote, stay home and save lives. My God, I wish I would have had a strict constitutional conservative running for president. It is an interesting take because, Jessica, it's not the first time I've heard that. And everybody who loves Trump, you know, needs to know that, too. It did. It started there. Um, he was also at the time listening to Anthony Fauci as well. Which made me think and wonder if Trump dealing with it at that point in time really understood the magnitude. And I'm not trying to make excuses. If he understood the magnitude of what was going on at that point in time. When now it's, you know, now we're looking back going, what the hell what the did hell? you do? I thought that too. And I was and am a very big Trump lover, but that was a huge catastrophic error, I think. Yes. I, I, it was a huge error, and he kept having Anthony Fraudshi, as I call him, on day after day after day after day, and I think he felt like he was damned if he did either way, but nonetheless, there he, our kids got locked down, and people got the jab, and all this other kind of stuff, and he did start the, the warp speed thing going on, and I agree with her, and that was a huge demise of his administration i think yeah so just wanted to jump in give a couple updates here giving some news headlines as well by the way um the last update that we heard was from canadian airplanes that were near the area where the sub the submersive was going down and has been lost since sunday morning or at least lost contact some point during the day was that they heard noises um i guess you can tell the planes know what specific noises can be, whether it's you know aquatic noises, if it's something different, can it come from a sub? But still, last check is when we started the show, um, no sub had been found. And of course, there are several experts who don't believe that that sub can be found if it went all the way to the bottom of the floor. Um, and then it's just a, a time game so to speak, in regards to trying to find that sub with the five people, um, you having the, the guide and then, of course, the four people who paid a lot of money to go onto that ship and go down. Um, 
And I, there's one thing I wanted to bring up too. And, and I've heard different people being sarcastic and I, I'm not going that route. Yeah. It costs $250,000 yes. to get on that submersive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? People spend a ton of money on sports cars. I don't get it. People spend a ton of money on a lot of things. If they have it, they blew it. Wouldn't it be nice in a world where everybody had all this tons of money? Well, they made it somehow, some way. It was given to them, their families, whatever. The bottom line was the fact that um, people are allowed to spend their money any way that they want. They chose, most of us and most of the world would say spending $250,000 to go in a sub to see the Titanic would be very crazy but you know what they're allowed they're allowed to do it and it's unfortunate that at this point in time we don't know what's going to happen we knew 96 hours of oxygen from sunday when they went down um you know so be it um it's sad because now we're getting into that point where you get to tomorrow at this time and um it's catastrophic is it if it isn't already i feel really sorry for them actually i'm kind of with you on that vic if you have that kind of money and that's what you want to spend it on i wouldn't have after just seeing the inside of it that it was little as a minivan being cramped and all those people i wouldn't have done it even if i had that money and no one told those people though in retrospect that when they went under and they started to sink it would take that company eight hours to call the Coast Guard. They were missing for eight hours before anybody did anything about it. That's that's awful. I mean, you're down there. It Probably because they didn't want to create a bigger problem. Correct, correct. But it also makes you wonder when you see things, why are all these safety precautions put in? This is ridiculous. This would never happen. Right. But if you're going down to look at the Titanic, I'd be taking every, every, every precaution, every precaution yes. possible yes. Uh, to make sure... Well, you're right. It's just like when you go on a cruise. But eight hours is, that's that's insane. It's insane. It was eight hours and they didn't even call them. And so they more than likely they were dead then. They're they're looking for people that there wasn't enough oxygen in there to, to go on more than eight hours. That company knew, in my humble opinion, that company knew what was going on and they didn't want to tell anybody. And now we're sitting in a pot, man, 24 hours if, if they yes. find them at all. And then if... I mean, who's to say, I mean, I don't want to think about the worst, but it makes my mind spin when it yes. comes to the fact it gets past tomorrow and the next right. day. And the next day. If and when it's ever found. Right. Ever. How sad. How sad. I mean, that's that's just an awful, awful thing. And maybe it wasn't good common sense that they went on this rickety thing anyway. I had seen something that there was things inside of there from Camper World and things like that that were very makeshift. I would have thought if you were intelligent enough to... Well, I don't be, think that the company had any issues in the past, though. I'd never no, heard No, you're right. They didn't. And Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. And now you've got a problem where you've got a situation where, you know, I mean, it doesn't look good. I mean, miracles can happen, but if it's sitting on the bottom floor of the ocean, I don't even yeah. know if subs can go that far. Um, right. I don't know if there's ways to to latch on, to click, to, to pull something up. After a certain point, it can only go so low before the actual pressure just crushes we'll crush the it. entire yeah. thing. Like it's I did hear that as well. Um. So, I mean, that's that fate. It's become a worldwide story, clearly, and just give it an update of where we are, what may be happening with that whole situation. So, um, they they had they had done it before. Yeah. I mean, well, I just looked at the comment line. Robert says, 50 years excursions to see the sub. I didn't realize it was that long. 50 years? Wow, I, I didn't know that. I didn't read that anywhere. 
Um, you know, you know, and I mean, Aaron, bring, he's like, well, don't spend $250,000 and put your life in the hands of Starlink, you know, Wi-Fi and Sega controller. You know, I, I know I, I get it. And those that's, yeah, I that's get what it people too. say, just like planes disappeared as Nancy talked about as well. Yeah. Oh, Paul says 600 pounds of pressure per square inch. That's mm. yeah, that's. Did you see where Terry says mm. they say they heard banging, so maybe they are still alive? Ugh, they, yeah, maybe they are. I mean, I don't know what the banging is, but you would think there's something going on. And well, I don't. What, know. But what do we mean by that? Something I'm not sure, Terry. On. What do you mean by who who um, heard the banging? I'm guessing the Coast Guard heard yeah, the banging. You know, and you know, you just continue. Um, you, you work in shifts. You do what you can. People working together to. to uh, you'd hope that it would still be alive and who knows maybe who knows if it got caught on something i, right, I don't know yeah i mean it's tragic um yeah jay says yeah who cares if a 30 dollar part works or if it was 300 dollars? yeah no I, I hear you so we'll continue to follow that story as we are a live show if anything else pops up we'll certainly uh bring that information to you it's just sad to think that something like that could happen has happened and of course now we're talking about everything that's going on right now. Um, okay, with that being said, uh, this is CancelThisCancelThisShow.com. Another thing that popped up, um, and, and I saw this come down um, early, it came down, well, it came down last night, but did you know that the Pentagon, because this is kind of a two-story, a two-pronged story on the Pentagon, that had you heard the story that the Pentagon established covert units, they had a, a team, a private team, that was quote monitoring mean tweets yep. against senior U.S. officials. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Um, they had a specialized team within the Pentagon that were assigned to the task of safeguarding and upholding quote the reputations, meaning stopping any free speech whatsoever of certain U.S. senior officials, top ranking officers. On social media platforms. Um, I'm just curious if people heard this, what they thought about it. Lizzie, you said you did or did not hear about this. I, I did hear about that. And that shouldn't be surprising because we know, I mean, we're suppressed. You can imagine the top officials are being suppressed because there's so many things that they don't want out. But that even, you can't find that everywhere. That information that you gave out, that's not like you're going to find it on Fox. That's where you do have to take the deep dive because they don't want you to know that. So you have to look at different sources. Well, I, I, I first came through it. Uh, there was a report. It was the Intercepts report. And okay. I found it the Rebel News. I thought that they do a, a really, really good job. They do. Um, but they, they, they required, they were able to get these documents on Saturday. And this is so interesting because it does tie in with Donald Trump. It does tie in does. with free speech. It does tie in with, um, quote, those uh, monitors, fact checkers, which we had seen at one point that were a lot of college kids and internships. And they had a script where if it says this and it says that, this is considered to be false and we'll tag it and we won't let people see it. But they acquired the documents over the weekend and they found that this was actually going on. Now, their task was extended beyond protection from physical harm, but it went to their reputations, which is just bizarre to me, which would eliminate the free speech. So you had the U.S. Army Protective Services Battalion a 
tasked and tasked with overseeing forms of protection. So they included this to be embarrassment. Yeah, meant to embarrass people. You can't, no, but they're to protect senior officials, not just from physical harm, but from embarrassment. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Embarrassment. And the documents state this is what was going on. Um, And they would include direct, indirect, or even mean threats as something or negative sentiment towards officials, such as, and here it goes, General Milley, ultra, ultra liberal, progressive left general, um, and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. The program is described as a, quote, reliable social media threat mitigation service with an open source web-based toolkit with advanced capabilities to collect publicly available information. So then they're looking at your information, they're mm-hmm. spying on your information, and then it's collected. Now, additionally, the information was obtained from private contractors, such as Data Miner, along with smartphone applications and advertisers. If this doesn't scare and wake you yes. up, everything that you say against official can be tagged, will be tagged. You can get kicked off whatever platform you're on mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And this was going on. Hopefully, it's still not going on, but I think it's safe to say it is. Uh, also, according to Intercept's report, all the gathered information, which is which it encompasses the CCT feeds, the radio stations, personal records, you name it, webcams, they're all accessible through what is called a universal search selector. A universal search selector. So everything you write, say, put out there, can be downloaded and taken. So um, I, I, I say be careful, but at the same point in time, where's the free speech aspect? Um, you know, you have somebody showing up at your door saying, well, you can't say this, you can't say that, or we're going to eliminate your ability to have free speech on social media. And and as we know, that is going on. When you talked about the smartphone, you can stand here and talk about something and it pops up either on your Facebook or your YouTube or just scrolling on anything they're listening to us. Well, it's all a the part time. of democracy. We're talking about free speech, the First Amendment. Correct. They the ability care. to express opinions, mm-hmm. criticize, make assumptions. Mm-hmm. That's that's as, as judgment says. It's the, it's the illusion of freedom that we have. Um, well, there free. are there are those cases. Yeah, that can happen. Yes, mm-hmm. we talk about this, but this case, this going on to protect and and if you look at General Milley's record yes. and what he's done, it should be brought under scrutiny you should be Absolutely. able to talk about the things that are going on aaron says we're not a democracy um where's the monitoring of people inciting violence against court justices and conservatives from paul um you know what the hell is going on all of these things going on so your words everything that you're talking about um uh, being monitored by the pentagon and guess what there's not a damn thing you can do about it right now nope and we know they're not to be trusted. Well, and if that wasn't enough that's going on from that standpoint, then comes word from the Pentagon yesterday that, um, yeah, oh, we just uh, made a $3 billion accounting error, which means we, the United States, the Pentagon, sent $3 billion more of weapons to Ukraine unaccounted for. Once again, the United States is a total crap show right now with the Biden administration and Democrats know it and they'll tell you that. Once again, we want to turn our head 
if we love Biden because we don't want to or hate Trump, we don't want to deal with the mess that's going on. The Pentagon forced to come out and say that they, quote, overestimated the value of the weapons that it sent to Ukraine by at least three billion dollars. This isn't three caseloads. This isn't, um, you know, three tanks. Three billion dollars. They're unaccounted for. They're not earmarked. They're not checked. Where are those weapons? Where have they been sold? Where is the money going for those weapons that have been sold? Is Ukraine using those weapons? Are those being funneled other places? These are legitimate questions that are going on. And the United States just continues to give and give and give and give and give to Ukraine. And now, because the air was found, they had to come up and speak about it. Or is it... Hey, we don't care. We're going to stick it right in your face, just like the DOJ, excuse me, the DOJ did with Hunter Biden's sweet plea deal yesterday. So rubbing our noses in it now. But this, but this is coming at a time when Congress is trying to show accountability for the billions of dollars that it sent, and we're talking about weapons, ammunition, equipment, all to Ukraine, because lawmakers are finally starting to question where the truck. Is all of this going? How long does this continued support go on? Nothing's changing with this war. So the Pentagon comes out and says that. Did you hear much about this last night on national news, local news? Are they following the money trail? No, they're not because nobody knows. Nobody has any idea. Now, the excuse is the year was caused because officials overvalued some of the systems sent to Ukraine. Yeah, but our government knows specifically how much equipment cost you're accounted for everything there there are checks and balances all over the place if those mistakes are being done it's on purpose there is no doubt it is on purses now sabrina singh the fall woman to come out and explain this i guess your media person so to speak said quote during our regular oversight process of the presidential drawdown packages the department discovered inconsistencies in equipment valuation for Ukraine. You think, quote, in some places or in some cases, replacement cost rather than net book value was used. I know how this happens. And accountants will tell you this is done on purpose. Therefore, overestimating the value of the equipment drawn down from the U.S. stocks. That's the excuse. She says that the mistake hasn't constrained U.S. support to Ukraine or hampered the ability to send aid to the battlefield. Okay. If you don't think this stuff is done on purpose, think again. Are you can't I mean there are some times you can't trust the government. When has the government been honest about all of this and the whole Ukraine situation with the amount of support, the amount of aid, the amount of weapons because it's unaccounted for. We know this was all the sweet story at first. Oh, we're, we're, this is so bad and it does not stop. I mean, $3 billion of extra weapons or money to go for that whole city. To, I mean, to go for that country. And it comes out of that very, 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 very dirty city that we talk about. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what you do with this. It's another example. Um, senators, the House representatives, they can make a stink about it. But we need so much help in this country right now. We don't have endless funds. It's clear we don't. We're going through inflation like we haven't seen. And we continue to give and give and give and make sure that other countries around the world, including Ukraine, have all, I mean, all of their needs taken care of. And we can't take care 
of the things that we have to take care of here. Aaron calls it, yeah, money laundering redefined as an accounting error. This 100%. did not happen yep. by chance. Yep. Three bill. Oh, yeah, we accidentally sent $3 billion worth of extra weapons to Ukraine. And of course, do you think we'll get an account from Ukraine showing where the weapons are? No, we have no idea where those weapons are. We have no idea if they were sold to others. And we have no idea where the money would come from the sale of those as well. I mean, think about it. This stuff is a serious issue. Back-to-back stories with the Pentagon. The Pentagon taking time, creating teams to look at mean tweets about officials instead of true protection of our country, of its citizens, and then saying, yeah, we made a mistake, $3 billion mistake. Sorry about that. Uh, Yeah, we're not doing anything to get the $3 billion worth of equipment back. We're not doing anything to get that money back. We're not doing anything to find out who may have the $3 billion worth of extra goods, so to speak, that we sent. Um, Jay says, drop in the bucket with what we left for our enemy in Afghanistan. It's another great point, Jay, because of all the weapons and the tanks and everything else that we left right there in Afghanistan for whoever to come in and grab whatever they want. Cindy, by the way, says, I think both sides are dirty as hell, and I think Ukraine is just a way for our government to funnel the money right back into their own pockets. Uh, Joe Biden started this when he was vice president, and it has continued now with his presidency. Uh, Jay says, yeah, the Ukrainian president Zelensky due for another vacation probably and still traveling the world getting and asking for more money. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice. Cindy said that people could pass laws to stop all of this. The people could do oversight. Yeah, you should be able to do oversight. Very simple. The Pentagon does. Every I is dotted. Every T is checked. They know what's going on in that situation. There's no there's no surprise uh, from that standpoint, that's for sure. All right, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. Had to get to those Pentagon stories that we have. Uh, coming up a little bit later in the show before we check out, we'll try to get into the story. And if not today, we'll do it tomorrow about what's happening when it comes to school choice funds uh, and some states trying to stop where the, 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 the actual funds go. Um, there are, in Maine, for example, You've got vouchers that you can use for any school that you want to go to. Well, they've now passed laws that you can't use it on Christian schools. A couple. Of course they did. Um, so uh, we'll break that down and get into that as well um, from that politics standpoint. Okay. Um, we're going to get into in just a moment here. We're going to talk. Okay. We're going to have our Weed Wednesday segment coming up here in a couple of minutes. This is cancel this, cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks running the chat line. If anybody has any questions, by the way, when we have uh, the topics on, whether it's with our live guest, whether it's with our topics, of course, you can jump in, make your point, uh, make your points known. But also, if you have questions, let us know. Lizzie runs that on multiple platforms. Where are you again, Lizzie? This morning, we are on Facebook, we are on YouTube, and we are on Rumble and Twitch. Uh, By the way, Kevin wanted to remind people, $3 trillion missing from the Pentagon, then 9-11 hits, and the documents destroying in Building 7. That happened the day before. We spoke about that when it came to, uh, yeah, we're missing $3 trillion, and then 9-11 happened the very next day. Um, yeah, all that makes you wonder what in the hell is actually going on um, in our country, in our life, and everything else. Okay, it is Weed Wednesday. 
And for that, we turn to Greenlight Dispensaries, the best when it comes to your marijuana goods. Today, we join, we're join. we joined by Eric Masters, the general manager at one of the stores. Eric, good to catch back up with you, my friend. Uh, I, I hear business is good. I talk to people who say, yep, I go to Greenlight. I get my goods there. Business is booming. Good morning, Vic and Lizzie. Good to see y'all again. Good to see you. Hey, remind everybody which location you're at and where people can go to the different locations for Greenlight. So I'm at the Berkeley location. We're on the corner of Brown and Natural Bridge Road. We're the closest to major airport in the country. So we're right here by the airport. Anybody flying in, flying out, we've got what you need. It's the first day of summer. Let's talk about some summer products and also let you get into what's happening with this marijuana-infused drinks because... uh, People who don't know a lot about marijuana, even if they do, I'm not sure they understand the drinks or have tried the drinks to to see what's going on. I was talking to a guy last night, an avid marijuana user, um, uses it for some pain issues and said, you know what, I, I'm always on flour. My flour is great. I don't know if I really want to uh, just take a chance and, and try a drink. I don't know if it's going to help me or not. Uh, drinks have all of the same effects, uh, medicinal values that you're going to get from the flour. Uh, you get a lot more with that as far as discreetness. Um, great for summer activities, float trips, anything outdoor. You do get the hydration with your medication, um, and they have a wide variety of products. Uh, this is one of the more normalized version of pro- you know flowered smoking, but they make everything from fruit punches, which come in higher doses. You know, you get your full thing, hundred milligrams. They come in a fruit punch and a lemonade. Um, and then you get your more individual use cans, so you can do any type of soda. Oh, really? Oh, soda. Is, is, so that's a soda right there that you're showing? Yep. So this is a Mr. Puffer, which is like, you know... Uh, <laughs> like Dr. Mr. Pib or Dr. Pepper? Did you yep, call yep. that? A, so it's called a Mr. Puffer? A Mr. Puffer. So does it really yep. taste like Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Well, in the vein of it, they're the style of the sodas, obviously. Got it. It's okay. not a Dr. Pepper, but you know... Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pibb. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of those that don't taste the same, but it's sure. in the vein of that. I mean, they even have, we've got a flow and a high octane, so they come in energy drink forms. So you can get, you know, a little bit of what you would get from a Red Bull and whatnot from your medication as well. Okay. So they have them geared absolutely towards anything. Hey, Eric, I'm curious, those energy drink ones, can you pop that back up again to show people? Okay, so you've got the energy marijuana-infused drinks. So would that be the equivalent of a sativa then? Is that, or how, how, how do you market that and explain and teach people what actually kind of marijuana, or is it just regular marijuana? No, so with these, it is what you're saying. They're geared with the more sativa daytime, and then even these products, I believe, have ginseng and various other, you know, additives that are energy derived as well so it's not just the cannabis it's kind of like a red bull or an energy style drink very interesting and i'm have you have you had a chance to try these products yet i have what about the flavoring flavors things of a nature they're good and i'm slightly dyslexic and i'll invert them but one has a mountain dew flavor and one has what is the other one that they were explaining it as i think it's like an energy drink okay okay no, right. I, I get the idea. Do people understand? Uh, have they had a chance to try? I mean, are those flying off the shelves? Are people purchasing them yet? 
that people do know about them. It is an interesting product as in during the summertime, sales do increase. It is more outdoor, you know, during the summer and winter, I feel like people are less using them. Uh, summertime increases, like I said, float trips are big in Missouri. Everybody likes to go outside, uh, ballparks, things, you know, theme parks, all of that. Do you find people drinking uh, the marijuana infused drinks maybe instead of an alcoholic drink? Yes, 100%. And it is a way for you to be in an environment with alcohol and not have to consume alcohol because there's a lot of pressure, I feel like, in those scenes and that you feel like you need something in your hand. With that being said, and in the drink vein, we've also got some other things. So if you're familiar with, a, you know what Mios is? No, I don't. Oh, okay, yeah, the so flavor. Me, yeah, Mio's for water. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So they All make right. the same thing. These are flavored water additives. So no calories. You can avoid drinking the sodas. You can avoid the cans. And these you can just add straight to your water. And what does it... Okay, so after you drink it, I have a listener asking, how do they differ? The drink in the can and then those right there, what is the difference between the two? It's a good question. And these specifically are... You may have heard us talking about it before we talk about nano emulsified products yes mm -hmm. so those are the they're faster on set and less commitment your nano emulsified products are going to be that you know okay um the little faster on set so you know 30 minutes 45 minutes you know opposed to which could be longer and then doesn't you know you're not locking in for that full edible commitment got it okay oh. so say you're on a float trip and you have the drink the one in the can is is that like marijuana that you get high from that can yes as well as they come ratioed this one for instance is a one-to-one -one ratio so you're getting your cbd and your thc okay okay and when can you explain the difference between those two the cbd ratio and the thc for an average listener so the easiest way to think about it is thc is your uh the the what what gets you high is the psychoactive component Okay. CBD is the medicinal component. A lot of your inflammatory, your stomach, a lot of the, the, the heavy medical stuff, which you do get from THC as well, comes from the CBD. Okay, so I've got a question for you, Eric. I'm out there on, on my float trip, and I've got my wine cooler, let's say, that I have to have. And then I just, somebody hands me this drink, and I ingest them both in a short period of time. What happens to me? Now, you do want to be careful with this. And um, the term I think that a lot of people use is crossfaded. Okay. If you are, an, if you have been drinking and you are, you know, under the influence and have a buzz, cannabis, if you're not experienced with it, taking them together can kind of make you dizzy or give you, mm -hmm. you, you want to be careful with that. Um, if you've never done an edible, I would do it, you know, especially drinks in this form. I would do it in a controlled environment where you're not drinking first to know what it is. Got and it. then, you know, if you want to consider mixing them. But I, I want to be weary just to tell people to go out on float trips while you're drinking a bunch of beers just to slam one of these unexperienced. I just want to be... Oh, yeah. Got it. That, no. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, because somebody said if I did that, I would be like going nuts on the float trip. And I so. want people to have a good first experience, not that like tequila. It's, you know, you don't, you want to do the right dose under the right environment and, and, and have a good experience. Makes sense. 
Hey, what else, what else is going on with the shops these days and for summer, anything else that you want to get out there to let people know about, help educate public, whether they're coming and buying their product from Greenlight right now, or they have yet to come in? Say that one more time. That- hey, Eric, what kind of advice would you give for people right now from what you're seeing since you guys have been open now, whether people have been avid buyers using their product from Greenlight or if they've yet to come in? in regards to getting educated on everything that they possibly can. I'll double down. Come on into the shops. Uh, the, the easiest thing is come in, talk to us. We do have the best trained staff in the state. Um, over the phone, you can try to call us. It's just it's very limited to the consultation and everything we can do. But if you can get into any of our four locations, I, I highly advise doing that. And we will one-on-one give you as much time you know, energy and, and, and information that you need. Uh, we do have pamphlets in-house. We'll print anything out. Um, but come on down. We can help you get a med card and help you do anything. Eric, we appreciate you jumping in and uh, getting us updated today uh, from that standpoint. I just want to remind everybody, uh, this is the largest and best products with the best prices in the state. Green Light Dispensary. Uh, how many uh, locations now? In the state, I believe we're at 17, and there are some outside of the state. So I think there's around 23 or 24 total, if I had to guess, um, 17 in the state. That's massive. Are you hiring now? Dave on our chat line is asking, um, are you hiring, and do you guys get benefits? And if you can't give that information out, you don't have to tell it. No, so we're pretty normal. Um, We do have health insurance. We do have benefits. Um, We are currently not hiring, but what I tell all people that are interested to get into the industry, drop a physical resume off at dispensaries. It goes to the top when people are hiring, and I always pull from physical resumes first. I just think it's a a good sign that they're coming in. They're really, really interested. Um, But talk to your, your local dispensary. Come in, drop a resume off. I'd love to have it in my stack. Okay, that's good to know. And that is good to know that you were saying that you want them to physically walk in because so many people just want you to email it. But I was an ex-employer and I loved it when people came in and met me first one-on-one. It's it's a good callback. It shows from the beginning that they're really interested and they're going to do that extra. It's just always been a good sign to me. Um, And I'll pull emails as well, but I do like to pull from the physical as well. All right. one last plug I would like to say for anybody not into the drinks and stuff, we do have Funk Away, Funk Away, and a spray can. Okay, so what do they do? It's for smell. Oh, so smell. It's for okay. your car, for your house. Got it. For okay, you. Funk Away. It's just a Got very, it. very good product. And again, if you're not into the drinks and you're doing the other stuff, you don't can take the Funk Away. Can of Funk Away at your hey, That's Dude, hysterical. Eric, Eric, how how well does this work, man? That that's that'd be no, quite no. the product. It's absolutely killer. It's, That's it's, freaking I'm badass. Because yeah, you know the car that pulls up and smells totally <laughs> like it. And so you can just spray that car and the funk really does go away? It does. And if you want to just preventative maintenance, open this up, put it in your car, and your wow. car will perpetually smell good. Well, there what, you go. What is that? A, what is that? Is that a gel? What? Yeah. So it's, the, it's like the Orby balls. And then it's got a vented top. You just put it in your car. And that absorbs the smell? Yep, and your car will forever smell good. Or your room, it's not limited to your car. Okay, so then does that does the smell, like That's if you awesome. open it up later, does the smell come popping out? 
No, it, it absorbs the bad smells and keeps the, okay. the good smell going. Got it. Very but cool. Again, if if you're into the smoke, get you a can of uh, Funk Away. Wow. Dude, that's awesome. That's a that's, cool name, too. Does it work on others or is it just specifically for marijuana smell? Not specifically for marijuana at all. Any funk. Any, any, any funk. Any smell you want gone, it's good for it. All right, I'm gonna get That's, down. I'm gonna get down to store. I'm gonna try that out so we can show that um, for next week. So I'll be by a store and uh, and um, see where my schedule. I, I may not be able to get to the Berkeley store. I, I've got another one that's closer to me. But if it's Rock Hill, they just yeah. opened. Everybody, get over there. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Once that's again, great. the same sort of thing. Hey, man, we, Eric, dude, you're the best. You guys rock over it. You guys are the best bud tenders, best general managers anywhere in the business. We appreciate your help, my friend. Thanks for educating us this morning. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. And by the way, before you... And before you get off the phone, we want to remind everybody, you can go to canceltheshow.com. If you haven't yet, download a coupon. It is the Greenlight Dispensary coupon. We pop that up for you. You can download it. You can take it in. You can show them that. You get a little bit of a discount. They can track who's coming in from canceltheshow.com, from our partners. You see it right there. Very, very simple. Just go to our website, canceltheshow.com, and you can take that promo code with you into your Greenlight store. Uh, Eric. Have a great day, buddy. Enjoy the first day of summer. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. You got it. Love Eric. So brilliant with the information. He is a great salesman as well. Funk away, baby. I am so excited about the funk away because I think I'm going to have to go get some just because our trash cans smell awful and our granddaughter visits often and her dirty diapers. That would be fantastic. Oh, Lizzie, I love that. Lizzie, Lizzie, you took me there. Yeah. No, well, I, I know I it. took you there, but think about how my house smells. I oh, mean, with Lizzie. all the- <laughs> I need some funk away. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> I need some of that. So, Vic, when you go there, you can pick me up some, or I'll go there and pick some up. That uh, sounds great. Aaron said he was in the grocery store last week, and he had a guy walk by him, and he's like, instant contact high. I've had that happen oh, as well. Yeah. Um, depending upon where you go, um, where you're standing, it's a different life. No, it is now. I mean, yeah. whether you like it or you don't. Right. With it being legal, recreational being legal, Yeah. It wherever you are, you're going to smell it. Bars restaurants restaurants walk, yeah, walking around you smell and, it everywhere you know, and i and i've had you know my son he smelled it probably in the last month we were somebody he's like and i was like yeah that's that's what that that's is <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> that's exactly what that is because of course it's a very distinct smell um every wednesday uh we do talk with our friends uh from uh green light dispensary of course uh you can check them out, everything that they have uh, on our website, canceltheshow.com. Uh, Amy says, take them diapers to the trash outside trash. Oh, right. I do. Yeah. I do take it outside. But in our and where we live in our subdivision, we have to keep our trash cans in the garage. You can't keep them outside at all. So I need some funk away from my garage. That's actually where I was thinking is my big old trash can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks here. Uh, co-hosting, running the, the chat line, uh, Projo taking care of the board, of course, intern Chase alongside as well. Uh, another big story has kind of come out. I don't know if this is going to have legs or not, but we'd like to jump into these things. Um, we already know that Joe Manchin um, in, in the Senate has been kind of a thorn in the side for Joe Biden, for Democrats. I mean, event, it always seems like it, it takes a little bit extra to get him to go along with the party vote. Well, now there's sentiment that Democrats are worried that he may launch a presidential bid, which would leave open his Senate seat. 
And as we have seen, he's probably the only Democrat in this day and age that could win that West Virginia Senate seat because of how far left, how progressive Democrats have become leaving the state of West Virginia behind. West Virginia, um, your prototypical old school Democrats that have gone by the wayside because of the hardcore push left by progressives winning over the Democratic Party. With that being said, there is growing concern that apparently has reached a fever pitch in D.C. that Manchin is going to run for president. Whoa. Now, of course, if that were to happen, that would leave open his Senate seat. And if that opened this, a Republican more than likely would take that. If you look at polling, if you look at what has happened in other elections in the last couple of years, that would destroy, um, you know, the, the Senate and the breakdown right now. Um, it is interesting because Fox has a report out now that Senator uh, Hickenlooper, John Hickenlooper from Colorado, said he's already been speaking to Manchin about this, saying you can't do this. It's going to, quote, give Donald Trump a boost if you do this. Uh, it is interesting how politics go. Maybe Manchin is doing this to try to get something out of it. Maybe he's playing politics. Um, but you have Tim Kaine. Also, from Virginia, coming out publicly, appealing to Manchin to please not do this. Uh, Senator John Tester of, of Montana, all these Democrats saying, don't do it. It's going to hurt our party if you guys are going to do this. Now, Kane even went as far as saying, my gut tells me that's not going to happen. And my gut tells me there's still really a good likelihood that Joe's going to run for re-election. And we need him to. If Governor Justice thinks he's going to sweep Joe Manchin aside, um, I know that Joe Manchin is like, are you kidding me? No way. And he's talking about Governor Justice in West Virginia, who is looking at running for Senate. Fascinating that, story. That, that is very fascinating. And Just it is, fascinating, and, fascinating, fascinating. And it is true. The more they bring any any kind of those situations, it does help Trump. It does. Even these indictments help him. It revs his base back up. And something else that's going on today, um, hearings on the Russia collusion, the John Durham report on Capitol Hill. Um, Democrats don't want any of this to come forward because of what happened. Um, this, of course, uh, I don't know. It's... It rubs me the wrong way that this is going on when you had 20 Republicans last week vote to stop censuring of Adam Schiff, who led um, one of the biggest hoaxes this country has ever seen. Didn't sit of well. course, the Russian hoax on Donald Trump and collusion, which was proven to be false. It was made up. It was something to try to attack Donald Trump so that he couldn't have any political power. Uh, it is interesting because Congressman Russell Transparency. Fry came out today, and here's what he had to say. This is The hearings are going on right now. Do we have that clip ready to go? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and throw that clip for you now. Here's Congressman Russell Fry talking at the and questioning and speaking with Special Counsel John Durham regarding the whole Russia hoax. Finally, to the American people, seven years ago, the FBI launched Crossfire Hurricane, the left's brazen attempt to keep Donald Trump out of the White House. This federal investigation 
funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign caused Americans to believe that then-candidate Trump was colluding with Russia in order to win the 2016 presidential election. Mr. Durham has spent four years investigating this, 480 witnesses, 6 million pages of documents, 190 subpoenas, and executing seven search warrants. Less than a month ago, he completed this report. Um, that sh it, it instigated a baseless investigation and launched a partisan attack on President Trump despite having no true justification to do this. That was the FBI. Within three days of receiving the information from a diplomat in Australia, the FBI opened a full-fledged investigation into the Trump campaign. So Mr. Durham, let's get into this. The FBI opened up Crossfire Hurricane without speaking to the people who provided the initial information. Is that true? That's correct. The FBI opened Crossfire Hurricane on a Sunday, only three days after reviewing that information, is that correct? That's correct. So just think about that for a moment. An investigation, a full investigation into a presidential campaign over a weekend. Mr. Durham, the FBI opened Crossfire Hurricane without interviewing any of the essential witnesses, is that true? That's true. And the FBI also opened up Crossfire Hurricane without using any of the standard analytical tools typically employed to evaluate that evidence, is that true? That's true. So think about that. The FBI never talked to the people who gave them the intelligence information. They never examined their own witnesses. They never interviewed the witnesses. They never corroborated the dossier. Mr. Durham, if the FBI had done these things, if they had done their homework, would it have found that its own Russian experts had no information about President Trump being involved with Russian Well, we're going to come back in. We were told that we officials. tried to put that in yes. for you, but there was no sound. So then, um, was there adequate We'll try to play that again for, for you at another point in time. We do appreciate. Uh, we, we were talking about what was happening regarding the situation with... Um, you know, with Russiagate, every, the FBI's involvement and everything that was going on as well. It's sad and it's sick to think that we have a government agency that was acting in collusion with everything that was going on with Adam Schiff and the whole mission to stop Donald Trump in his tracks with fake, and I repeat, with fake charges of things going on. And of course, the charges have not stopped from where we are from that standpoint. So, um, you know, that that's one of those deals that it just happens and we'll, we'll play it again at another time. Uh, yeah, don't worry, Projo, don't even worry about it at this yeah, point. That's no big deal. It, it, that's fine. Anyway, um, so it, it's just one. What do you want to say, buddy? Well, uh, that'll probably play on the actual podcast itself. However, live streamer or live viewers probably. And that happens get it. sometimes. That does. Right. Yeah, so if you were listening on the podcast, you were hearing it. Just the live streaming wouldn't pick it up for whatever no, and reason. We, yeah, and we appreciate everybody yeah, jumping in and, and listening to our show today. Um, once again, with the podcast, we don't have to go exactly to 10. We're in that range. Sometimes we go over, sometimes we go less. But we did want to re remind everybody, tomorrow, um, Metro Shooting Supply owner Steve King um, will be talking, coming in studio to break down what's happening uh with Second Amendment rights, some fascinating stories that'll just blow your mind. We talk about government trying to control mean tweets, government trying to have a tour-tier system for justice. Uh, it's happening when it comes to Second Amendment rights as well, the NRA as well. Um, Stephen King will come in to explain all of the products that they have, things that are very important from a safety standpoint. Also, uh, what's happening around our country with some of these stories that people need to be very aware of and how government has gone after the NRA and those who support it as well. So uh, we look forward to that for tomorrow. Uh, Tab of the Hassle will be back. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks running the live chat. Pro Joe, 
on the engineering board and intern Chase helping do everything that we do. Guys, have a great day on this first day of summer. We'll catch you tomorrow. And remember to share the show. Check out our partners, our advertisers. If you need any of their products, please use them and let them know you heard about them from canceltheshow.com. And if you know of anybody that may want to partner with us in any way, please reach out, let us know. Have a great day.